What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. My name is Matt Moore. I'm a senior NBA writer for the Action Network, and this is your Best Bets episode for Friday, February 23rd in the Association. No big picture futures look tonight. Uh, we did so many hours of content. I did all of those. I did over an hour with uh, the Future Jays on Monday and talked with Sean Little about title and MVP on the Action Network pod, which you can check out. Over on that feed, just go to the, the Action Network podcast, subscribe to that one. You get all sorts of our great content across sports. Um, and you can find me and Sean talking about title futures and the MVP. But because of that, nothing's changed in the, light of the last five days. So I don't have anything to give you. Uh, so we don't have any sort of room for bet for futures looks tonight. And that's okay. Sean Little is out tonight. And I am very fortunate to be joined on short notice by a guy that bailed me out in a jam here. Uh, Brian Fonseca from the Action Network. You can find him on all of our fight coverage as well as covering the NBA. Brian's going to help me out with best bets tonight. As a reminder, everything that we talk about can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. It's the best way for you to track your picks. You get up the second information where the bets and money are coming in. You can track picks like the under in Mavericks versus Suns that I gave out on Green Dot Daily that hit. Scared the hell out of me for three quarters, and then the offenses dried up. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you can track those along with our future plays. Like, oh, I don't know. Lakers at 50 to 1 to win the title. Let's get nuts. Uh, gave that one out earlier this week on two platforms, and that one's tracked in the Action Network app as well. You can also follow Brian in there. You can get all of your the UFC and all of the fight and the boxing and all of those picks in there as well from Brian. Uh, also, reminder, check out YouTube.com slash The Action Network. For our daily listeners, and I know that there are a number of you listening, starting in March, I'll give you the details as we get closer once we get these details nailed down. We're going to start doing Buckets Live. Uh, we're going to do it twice a week live. And we're going to spend 20 minutes kind of recapping the action that was, betting lessons we took from that night, some big picture looks, future conversations. And then we're going to do the best bets episode. And we'll be taking submissions from you. I want to hear your best bets. We'll talk about them on the show. We'll be doing those at night until the playoffs come. And then we switch into a daytime format. Uh, more details on that later, but be on the lookout. And if you want to catch everything, guess where you need to do it. YouTube.com slash The Action Network. All right, Brian, let's get to it. What are your best bets for Friday 23rd in the association? I am looking at the Blazers to cover nine and a half point spread against the Denver Nuggets. The Blazers, who did not play on Thursday evening, so they will be well rested against Denver. And as of this recording, Jimmy Butler props are not up yet. He will be playing the Pelicans, but Jimmy Butler is somebody I'm going to look at in terms of player props, not just tonight, but moving forward in general. Okay. I like those angles. We'll talk about those. Uh, my plays on the Friday slate. I'm going to go the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Milwaukee Bucks, the reeling, confused <laughs> Doc Rivers saying a lot of things that maybe he should just stop talking about. Um, I'm going to take the Minnesota Timberwolves minus four and a half. Uh, I am also going to be with Brian on the Blazers uh, plus nine. Um, and 
I am going to take the... Oh, I can't believe I'm going to... No, I can't do it. I can't. I was gonna I was gonna grab something really gross, but I don't have the stones for it. I'm gonna have those two. Those are gonna be my best bets. I will also say though, um, as an aside, I, I'm probably gonna have a play on the Warriors and Hornets over. We'll talk about that one here in a second. Um that's a lean more than a best bet though. Uh let's go right to this Blazers game. Denver Nuggets currently, as we record this, uh they are up, let's see here. Let me do the old math Rooney. That's they're up uh 22, 23 points. At halftime over the the Washington Wizards. So they're having themselves an okay return from action. Uh, Finally back to full health here. Um, So they're on a back-to-back versus the Blazers. Didn't play on Thursday. Why are you taking this uh, very clearly pivoting towards a draft Portland Shell Blazers team versus the defending champs? Yeah, it's just it, it it goes against what I believe in in terms of how much I do actually believe in the Denver Nuggets compared to I don't know everybody else in the NBA, but that's more of a playoff thing. I I just I, from what I've seen from Denver this year, they're just not great on back to backs, and you've seen this so close. Um, the second half of back to backs with the with the rest disadvantage so far this year, they're one and six against the spread, uh, which I believe by percentage is the worst cover rate in the NBA <laughs> right now. Um, weird thing to say about a team who we all see as a contender and rightfully so they're the defending champions, but that's where they are. Portland six and nine with the rest advantage. So not great, but also not, you know, not one in six like Denver was, uh, Portland's going to be without Malcolm Brogdon, without Scoot Henderson, which I think Scoot's a talented young player, but he's not impacting winning yet. And that's okay. That's just the situation that he's kind of in right now. So I don't think that's dire. But you still have Anthony Simons, who is liable to go off any night that he's on the court, especially when he's going to have the high usage that he will in this game. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, we'll see. Uh, Jeremy Grant against his former team. Maybe there will be something there. But ultimately, it's just the body of work that Denver has put forth these last four or so months. Um, Just they haven't been a great cover. You know, you've seen mm-hmm. this up close, Matt. Like they just—they're just not a team from a betting standpoint that you could always rely on. They actually—they actually pissed me off before the All Star break because I had them to cover against the Kings, and yeah, they just blew too. that one. Not only did they not cover, they didn't even win the game. This is at home, and this was something yeah. I had in a parlay, and that—that was—that was very annoying. So uh, I still like them to win this game against Portland. I wouldn't yep. dare pick against them in terms of you know the result. Put them in a money line. Uh, put them in a parlay if you wish. Well, the money line and parlay, if you wish, but against Portland, I, I think Portland's going to cover this. Maybe it's a backdoor cover, but maybe Denver wins by seven, eight points here. Denver on the second half of back to back this season, three, six, and one against the spread. Uh, and when this is this is maybe the more telling stat, I like this one quite a bit. When they are a double digit favorite, Denver Nuggets are three, six, and one ATS. They're I'm sorry, they're three and seven. ATS on the second night of a back-to-back, three, six, and one ATS, thirty-three percent when they are favored by double digits this season. So the problem I think that the that the Nuggets are creating for uh, bookmakers in terms of the line is one, they're obviously they're now a more public team after winning the title, right? So they're no longer a team that are going to get that market depression because of being a, a lesser known. They're not a marquee team. That's right. kind of gone because they won the title. Everyone, the book is out on them. Two, their winning percentage does not match their point differential. So it really just kind of comes down to like, no, no, no. They absolutely win the game. But with a lot of teams, if your point differential is lower, your win percentage is a little bit more variant, right? Um, we would. There's ways to categorize this as like luck, 
where the Nuggets are lucky to be have the record that they do. I don't know that that's necessarily applicable because I think there's two different ways that this kind of manifests. You can be a team that, yeah, no, your point differential is low, but your winning percentage is high because you got lucky and just won some coin flip games or uh, you had these kind of things or you have some bad blowouts that kind of kind of impact your margin there. But those things are more indicative that you should lose a little bit more. Like if you do get blown out enough to impact your, your uh, point differential, that should lead to more losses. The Nuggets, I think, are a little bit different where they do win. Like their win probability game by game over the course of 48 minutes is very high on average. Like if we track that, if we tracked what win percentage was game by game over the course of the 48 minutes, if we looked for an average of that, it would be more in line with the power rating, I think, that this team gets. However, that's not necessarily indicative of actually how the margin goes. They do let teams hang around. They don't blow teams out they do have a stint where the starters will kind of struggle. Um, the starters are basically the exact same point differential that they were last year. So if it feels like the Nuggets still feel like this, this team that could win the title, they absolutely are. It's just that the margin is a little bit slimmer than last year. And so when we have a spot where they're on a back-to-back, even coming out of the All-Star break, and they're on the road, and they're a double-digit favorite, we've got this kind of circled in a really good spot here. Um, I totally agree with you. I think this is a really good spot for the Blazers. This podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, talk to me about Jimmy Butler because uh, the calendar is getting getting ready next week to turn to March. And so that means that Jimmy will be awakening from his slumber as he does every spring to terrorize the Eastern Conference. Tell me about your angle on playing him in prop situations. It's funny that that's how you worded it because uh, earlier this week, as part of my fantasy basketball column that I've been doing here uh, throughout the season, uh, this week we did 20 players who will impact your championship chase because this is coming off the all-star break and this is a playoff primer sort of look ahead and the last player i wrote about was jimmy butler and i called him basically the sleeping giant of fantasy basketball who potentially could be in real life um the heat have the third easiest schedule going forward um last i checked in the nba third or fourth depending on where you look um in terms of strength of schedule and jimmy butler last year after the all-star break Averaged about 26, 6, and 6 with some rounding couple stocks uh, per game. And this was while shooting 62, 48, 85 <laughs> splits. Um, so he's somebody I'm going to be looking to target for, plop, for props. At the time we recorded this, his props are not out. And Tyler Hero is actually questionable. So we'll see, obviously, if he's not there and Terry Rozier is not there. Although it looks like he may be back pretty soon. Um, then he's somebody that I would look at to hit his overs he hit his overs on points in five of seven before the all-star break which typically was in the high teens low 20s depending on where you got it ahead of the clippers game which i believe he finished with 21 he may have gotten to over there as well uh, depending on where you actually bet it but we'll go with five of seven going into the all-star break the scoring uptick after the losing streak was starting to be there and then obviously, you know, the, the variable with stocks, when he's actually really engaged, you start to see a couple steals, 
you know, maybe a block, deflections, things of that nature. Like he's doing the Ed Reed shit that he does on defense. So I, he's somebody I'm going to be looking at because I actually think that while the Heat haven't been enjoyable for me to watch this year at all, um, I think that they're they might they might about to be because I think there's a winning streak there for them, given how soft the schedule is about to get up after the slew of road games that they're about to embark on. And then Jimmy Butler just sort of returning the form because he hasn't quite been that. He's still playing at a high level, but not really the Jimmy Butler level uh, so far this year. So I actually think they can get to maybe five, six in the Eastern Conference, and then they could make that conference pretty interesting because Philly looks like they're going to continue to slide for a while all the way into the play. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, wrote on Monday about how there's a possibility the Sixers are at least operating like they expect Embiid to return at some point so we'll see what happens there uh big win by the by the the Cav- i'm sorry the magic tonight over the cavaliers by the way yes. to keep pace in the eastern conference in that battle for the southeast division um we talked about a little bit of that on the monday episode as well uh yeah i mean look this is when jimmy should go for it. now there will come a time when jimmy reaches for reaches for that and it's not there like he will there just like it is with every great player there will be a point where he mm-hmm. reaches for that greatness and is like oh shit i'm human um but this is probably Brian's probably really uh, this is a smart angle of, hey, the market is going to be basing it off of his season performance. Like the market can't treat him the way that he approaches games. And so if you're able to take that into account, you can find value here, find opportunities to bet Jimmy Butler. Uh, I'm going to take the Minnesota Timberwolves minus four and a half versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, this is not a fate of the Bucks because I think you're buying low at low at this point in the season. They just think that that's. Um, you are probably, I think, you know, I am selling low here on the Milwaukee Bucks in this spot. However, Minnesota has been too good at home. They've just been too good at home uh, versus good teams in particular. Like this is a, a pretty relevant thing here. The Wolves at home versus teams with a 60% winning percentage or better are 10, 3, and 1 ATS. That's overall for the season um, when they face teams over with a winning percentage over 60%. 10, 3, and 1 at home, that's 4, 1, and 1 at 80%. So they've been great in these types of spots. Milwaukee's problem, obviously, is defense. That's continued to be the issue. They still can't get the defense quite right. They give up these big numbers. If you're facing Mil- if you're facing the Minnesota team, that their entire problem is their offensive floor. If you make it a little bit easier on them, their defense isn't gonna isn't gonna wobble. They're gonna be solid. They're gonna be really good. They can they are playing a little bit more at the level and blitzing a little bit more, which is really good versus Dame. Um, they're going to struggle with Giannis because everybody struggles with Giannis. He's an absolute monster. Um, I think Jaden McDaniels is probably going to get in foul trouble because every time he faces a tough matchup, he winds up in foul trouble. And no matter who he guards, he's going to have a little bit of problems there. But Minnesota's depth is also excellent. At home, that bench unit is incredible with Nas Reed and those guys. Facing off against a Bucks team that they have a bad bench and benches are bad on the road, that's a huge advantage towards Minnesota. So I'll go ahead and I'll lay the four and a half here with the Wolves to get another marquee win over a big-time team. Um, and I'm with Brian on the, on the Blazers. I'm going to tail him on that as well. And I like the over in the Hornets-Warriors, but I will just say, like, that's more of a, like just a numbers play. I don't know exactly what Charlotte's going to be offensively yet. So I got to get, like, this one's going to be a half-unit play because I don't know what they're going to do. And, hey, maybe Golden State continues to just play great defense that they have the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that the Warriors are being a little overbet right now, but um, it's not enough to get me on Charlotte. I would still probably lay the points with, with the, the Warriors with a big number here. But 
Uh, I do want to go ahead and see how this plays out, but I am willing to take the over just because I think the numbers are in a pretty bad spot. That's going to do it for Buckets. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys being with us. Make sure to follow Brian in the Action Network app and on Twitter. You can also catch all of his fight coverage at the Action Network. Appreciate you guys being with us. We'll be back on Sunday night, uh, Monday morning with the future Jays, Jim Turvey and Joe Dallara. We'll do some futures looks as well as recap the weekend's action. My thanks to... Matt Mitchell, our producer, as well as the crew over on the YouTube side, get this up on youtube.com slash the action network. And if he's getting this one tonight, our, uh, our other producer, Brendan, appreciate him getting this up as well. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys again next time. Till then let's get buckets. Action network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.